0: for you to make that leap to a more fulfilling career. Hey guys, Uh, first, an update on the Australian Wildlife Fundraiser. There was an issue with the venue, so it's now on Thursday, March 5th. Same thing, though, Sister City from 6 to 9. I have one free ticket to give away, so if you're in New York and you want to go shoot me an email or contact me through Facebook, Instagram, Instagram carrier pigeon, whatever, uh, just shoot me a note uh, before this Friday at 5, and then I will let the winner know. Uh, and if you want any more details on the event or a link for tickets, uh, you can find that in, in the Instagram bio. All right, so... My guest today is Josh Ferguson, a research consultant at Common Good, a government reform think tank. Josh practiced at a firm for a few years and then moved into legislative work at the Maryland State House, a job he loved, making him a little different from some of the other guests I've had. But with a baby on the way, his wife got a new job in a new city. His wife, by the way, is also a recovering lawyer and left practice after only two months, which I'm pretty sure sets a record. Uh, Anyhow, they wanted for one of them to stay home with their kids. So as it shook out, Josh was that person, and he decided to leave practice to be a stay-at-home dad for 12 years. Uh, I think his story really shows us that there are so many different paths you can take, even in a household with two former lawyers and a pile of law school debt. And if and when it's time to change, you'll be able to handle it. So I think you'll really enjoy Josh's story. Hi, Josh. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I like to start with everyone and ask them sort of what took you to law school in the first place.
1: Okay. Um, well, my mom actually went to law school when I was six years old, I think. Yeah. she Yeah. She graduated when I was nine. Um. So I remember going to her graduation. Uh, I remember getting, they, they passed out little, uh, little like plastic hats that had, you know, class of whatever,
2: you know, yeah.
1: to all the little kids. And I had a class of 2000 hat that I was running around in. Um, and really ever sort of since that moment, uh, you know, I would start, I would go to work with my mom sometimes in the summertime um, and just watch what she was doing. And I just loved it. I just thought it was fascinating, like right from the jump. Oh wow! Yeah, so I was kind of one of those nerdy kids who like knew when I was ten I wanted to go to law school. Yeah,
0: yeah. and and you just stuck with that through college. You never
1: wavered. Yeah, no, really, never wavered at all. I mean, I remember yeah. being sort of annoyed at having to go to college because I was like, I know I'm going to law school. Can I just like skip this part and just get to the law school part? I was like, wow. so, yeah, I was so fired up about oh, <laughs> God, going to law school. All right, so then you did go to law school, right? How <laughs> was it? Uh, It was awesome. I mean, truly, it was like, I loved every second of it. Um, I loved, you know, just the classes and the discussions we'd have, you know, after classes. I mean, I was a total just, I just geeked out on it. I mean, I really did. Uh, Were you
0: like one of those gunners in the class, like answering every question?
1: I I really (laughs) wasn't that, only because I don't think I had the confidence to like answer every question. um, Yeah. But I just, uh, yeah, like my favorite part was really just sitting around, you know, kind of, i don't know can i curse on this podcast Um, yeah go for it you know know, bullshitting between classes and just sort of talking about what about this what if what if it was this like right right um, and yeah
0: and that's definitely part of law school and i think that's why you know i you know talk to a lot of people i'd say a high percentage of us actually did enjoy law school even those of us like myself who maybe you know Didn't have that clear of an idea on why I was going to law school in the first place, but enjoyed the academic um, aspects of it. And, you know, it is interesting, for sure. Yeah. But so did you know what area you wanted to specialize in when you were in law school?
1: Uh, I mean, I sort of dreamed about being a constitutional lawyer, you know, and Mm -hmm. being before the Supreme Court and making, you know, arguments about, you know, the First Amendment and kind of sort of that that dream of working on big important landmark cases kind of thing, um, yeah which spoiler I never came close to doing anything like that but, if, <laughs> but that was yeah that was kind of the dream it was, it was I really wanted to work on sort of the big issues of the day there's
0: actually there's, there's actually a funny video on this of uh, it's like a little anime of a, of a student of a potential law student asking a lawyer about going to law school and what, why they want to go and this lawyer going. God, I'm going to shoot myself if you tell me that it's because you want to be a constitutional lawyer. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, did you go to Harvard in the 1970s? No, <laughs> then you're not going to be arguing
1: Supreme <laughs> <Right, laughs> right.
0: Court. Right. But um, so, so that didn't pan out. Didn't uh, what pan did out. you? What did you actually get into then?
1: Yeah, so um, I went to a law firm in uh, Cleveland, uh, Ohio, and mm-hmm. um, I was doing mostly environmental stuff which was a total fluke, like literally, yeah, literally we sort of got there and they were like, okay, you know, we're going to give you a little bit of everything to sort of work on for the first, whatever, six months or so. Uh, Yeah. And then after that, they said, you can kind of choose which department, you know, you want to work for or maybe the department will kind of choose you. It's Mm -hmm. kind of up in there, you know, depends on how it all unfolds. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But, and so then after six months, I just really enjoyed the people in the environmental group. It just turns out I was kind of friends with several of them and just, you know, it wasn't so much the work, it was just the people. And so, yeah, yeah so I started doing that.
0: And how long were you there?
1: Uh, I was only at the law firm for a year. Um, yeah, it was pretty short. So
0: what, so how did that, how, did you,
1: did you like it? What was it that caused you to leave the law firm? Yeah, it was interesting. So um, my wife is also a lawyer. We met in law school. Um mm-hmm. And she practiced for like two months and then quit and went into marketing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's
0: a dramatically quick time. I mean, really,
1: literally, we were flying home from like a Labor Day trip, Labor Day weekend, and she was yeah. like, "I can't do it anymore. I'm, I'm done. I got to get out." I was like, I it. yeah." Um, That's crazy. Yeah, and she had even she had even tried. She had summered at a big law firm. And then got a job at a smaller law firm and was still just like, no, this is no good.
0: Yeah. So she must <laughs> and, have had an inkling sort of coming out of law school that she was not on the right path at yeah, that
1: moment. I, yeah, yeah. I think she did. So, so anyway, so we kind of had some, um, you know, things weren't quite going the way we had thought they might have been going, you know, a right. year prior. Um, and then we were kind of deciding, well, do we want to, you know, sort of settle down in Cleveland? Do we want to buy a home? Like, is this sort of our life? You know, right. we, um, both were kind of like, no, I'm not sure. I think we want to try some different things before we kind of settle down. Um, and she was from Maryland, and so I started looking for jobs in Maryland. Where, well, where in Maryland?
0: Just curious. Uh, she's, she's from
1: Frederick. Um, <laughs> okay. So outside of yeah. D.C. Um, yeah, I grew up in D.C. So, oh, okay, around kind of like, the area a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we started looking, and she always liked Annapolis, so I started looking in Annapolis for jobs. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then I found um, a job working for the legislature there. Um, yeah it sounded super interesting you know, totally different you know obviously still using the law degree um, right but not faculty, and was
0: that was know. that a um a job that you needed to be a lawyer for or was it just sort of helped you that you were a lawyer
1: for uh, no, you needed to be a lawyer okay it, it was actually uh, as a committee council um mm-hmm. so I was working for the environmental committee um okay yeah um and, it, and that was great I loved that job
0: yeah and how long were you there
1: I was there for five years
0: Five years—that's a—that's yeah. a, a good amount of time. So, so you sort of in, had a period of time where you enjoyed your practice.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, I really did enjoy that job. I mean, it, the it paid nothing. That was kind of right. the, the craziest thing was you know leaving the six figure job for this little state job. You know, making twenty five thousand or thirty thousand dollars a year. But but I, yeah. loved it. I loved it. I mean, I loved the work. It was just interesting every day. Um, yeah. You know, I, I got. I feel like I got to use sort of the creativity that I always liked about the law. You know, mm-hmm. here's this problem. How do you, how do you fix it? Because I was doing a lot of drafting, too. I was actually drafting legislation, drafting amendments, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. So if, if, if somebody would come in and say, I want to do X. And I'd be like, OK, let's figure out, you know, how we have to write it so we can accomplish X.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. No, that sounds like an interesting, you know, a, an interesting way to use your law degree.
1: Yeah. Um, and I got to sort of—I mean—the thing that I always that I always loved about it was that there was just no right answers or rarely right answers. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. It's just sort of about making the argument that this is the this way it makes sense. You know. Right. It, uh, but, but there's always sort of open to interpretation and open to debate which is fun. Right,
0: right. <laughs> I know, like the, the classic lawyer answer of, uh, it depends.
1: <laughs>
0: right, right, exactly. What do, you, what, do you, uh, what
1: do you want to be the answer? <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. I can argue anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, so how, how did that job progress for you? And what did you start to, you know, you were there for five years. Where did you move on to? How did that come about?
1: Yeah, so then um, we got pregnant. Um, and my wife was, uh, working for the British embassy at that time, actually, uh, Hmm. in DC. And she was under contract and the contract was going to be up. Uh, we were going to have a baby. And so we were like, okay, so things are going to be changing sort of regardless, right? The the status quo is is not going to work anymore. Um, one of us wanted to stay home and we also sort of kind of wanted to go back to Cleveland because we we had some good friends that were still there and we'd always sort of thought it would just be a great place to raise a family. Uh, Mm Um, so we started looking for jobs in Cleveland and we basically said, whoever gets a job first will be the one who works and the other one will stay home. And my wife, yeah, my (laughs) wife wound up getting a job when she was seven months pregnant. Uh,
0: (laughs) Did you make that bet being like, there's no way she's going to get the job first? I
1: was going to get the job first. Right, right. Um, But yeah, then she got this great opportunity and we were like, okay, great, fine. And so I was a stay at home dad for 12 years. Wow. So
0: talk to me about how you you decided that you were okay with, in your case, not even just stepping away from practice, but stepping away from from your career. And was it that you, had you sort of fallen out of love with practice or just, you know, like for lots of people, you just sort of valued someone
1: being home with the kids? Just talk to me about that. Yeah, that's really what it was. I mean, I still loved the job I had, and I had, I had no intention of, of leaving otherwise. Um, yeah. I mean, I think there's a very good chance, you know, if we had not gotten you know pregnant or things just sort of unfolded differently, I'd still be at that job or some other mm. job, um, you know, working for the state because I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it was really just a matter of, we wanted somebody to stay home. And I think one of the things that we always tried to have the attitude of, um, because we've kind of, we've moved around a lot and had several different jobs and, we've always just been like nothing's permanent right so let's just try this and if we don't like it we'll try something else like you know we try to sort of keep an even keel about it all that like there's these life decisions seem big and huge and you know occasionally they are but a lot of the times it's it's not irreversible you can be like all right you know what that was a mistake let's go back and do
0: yeah the other thing again i I think that's not how a lot of people feel, yeah, <laughs> you know. Well. Having talked to a lot of people, I think. I mean, that's that's great because I think a lot of people truly don't believe that y- you can kind of backtrack, or you know, th- they feel like if I'm going to leave the practice of law to do another job to stay home, then you know, it it feels very sort of gut wrenching. Did you feel any? You just sort of thought if if it didn't work out, and you wanted to go back to practice, you just would.
1: Yeah, is that? Yeah. Yeah. basically, I was like, I could either, I could probably find a job. I still had some friends who worked at law firms in Cleveland. And so I thought, well, I could probably, you know, get one of these guys to hire me. I'd probably come back on as a second year associate, you know, even though I was out of law school then for six or seven years. Yeah. Um, But I was sort of, I was willing to kind of, you know, bite that bullet and do that if need be.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that was really the key for us, was just thinking about these decisions as they don't have to be forever decisions, you know.
0: Right. Yeah. And was there, was it hard for you to sort of walk away from practice in the sense of, I think a lot of us very much identify with our, with the title lawyer, with everything that it took all the time, money, effort to become a lawyer. And was that hard for you to sort of let go of that title for 12 years?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, I miss, yeah. I, I missed the job I had. I do, you know, occasionally Think about that job and, and kind of miss doing it, but I don't miss yeah. the, um, yeah, I don't miss sort of the idea of being a lawyer, you know, the yeah. idea of being a practicing lawyer, um, and you know, we constantly make jokes about the fact that we have you know two law degrees and all the debt that goes with it, and neither <laughs> one of us is practicing law. It's a little bit, yeah, thing. but at the same yeah. time, it's like, but we loved law school, you know, we met each other, um, we love, we still use the skills we learned in law school, you know almost every yeah. day, sort of regardless of what you're doing right like those skills really do transfer i think just the skill yeah. to be able to think you know think a problem through or look at it from different sides you yeah know, anticipate what you know the other side is going to say about your idea you know and then have, yeah. that, have defenses ready for it like all of those skills
0: yeah you know. i think it's an amazing training and i do think you really it, it does make you think differently mm-hmm. and a lot of that stuff plays in to be useful in so many different realms um although i do think sometimes it teaches us to see all the potential problems and <laughs> risks <laughs> yeah. and that can sometimes paralyze yeah. us so yeah, you know absolutely. it's, it's both good and bad but i think it's really interesting because I, I and i do think that people think that per, like as you mentioned you you have you both you and your wife had gone to law school had that and you still managed to build a life with neither of you practicing law really for any extended period of time and not with sort of a big firm, um, paycheck. So, right. you know, I think that is encouraging just to know that that situation exists. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. It, it is doable. Like I promise yeah. it's doable. It, you know, it seems, it can seem sort of, you know, insurmountable. I'm like, oh my gosh, like our life's going to be so different. You know, right? So going, you know, just on the on a paycheck level, going from you know making, if you're working at some yeah. big law firm in a big city, and suddenly, you know, right? Downsides. Did it? But it's w- like,
0: were there parts of that were that were very challenging? Did you have to sort of make adjustments? Or I know you were sort of in smaller markets, so maybe it what you know you were paying New York city rents type right, thing. Right,
1: right, right. There's no doubt it would have been harder to yeah. do that. You know, if we were still living in New York City and had two kids. Yeah. I imagine that making that decision is much, much harder, right? We we had no kids at that time, uh, or we're about to have our first, but we my wife was gonna have a good paying job and we were living in Cleveland, which was, you know, a less expensive city. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean all of this is, is to say that, that the circumstances made it not so difficult for us. But I can yeah. certainly see, yeah, if you've got you know, if you've already bought a place in D C or in New York and or Boston and you've been practicing for five years and we got a mortgage yeah. and two kids and then sell me a, you know, that's a much different
0: point. You can change anything, you know, you can sell a house, you can move to Cleveland, you know, or, you know, they're just other places to live. If you give yourself the freedom that you don't have to work at a certain kind of, um, job in a certain kind of city. So I, I think people put limitations on what they think is possible. Um, yeah. But they just have to be a little bit more creative about what, you know, what it might look like on the other side.
1: Yeah. And I, th- I think it's, its you have to sort of have that mindset of like, you know, this law degree gives me, shouldn't be like a handcuff. It should be like, I can go do anything. Yeah. You know, like yeah. it gives me freedom. Like I've got, you know, my, my resume looks impressive. You know, it, it looks good on the resume to have a, you know, a law degree. And so like it just gives yeah. more opportunity. More options, more opportunities. You know, not not less.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I I think that's true. So, okay. So you stayed home with your kids for a while, but now you're back in the game. How did you decide what you would do coming sort of off of being home with your
1: kids? Right. So we um, we were actually in. I know we. I keep moving cities because we've moved around a lot. But before we moved to, we, we now live in New York. But before that, we lived in Cincinnati, um, and my wife then got a job at, in New York City. Um, but even before we moved, we. I was thinking that it might be time for me to go back to work. The girls were, my kids were getting older. uh um, yeah. You know, they didn't sort of need my sort of the constant supervision that they had before. Um, yeah. And so I'd already been kind of playing around with what that would look like, or what kind of you know jobs I could get. Um, and so then when we moved to New York City, that was actually perfect timing because it was, there was just so many more opportunities here
2: yeah, uh, for sort of
1: yeah. non-traditional law work, which is basically what I'm doing. I worked, I worked part-time um, as a contractor for this ah. um, sort of government reform uh, think tank, basically, sort of government reform group. Um, yeah. And it's been perfect. So I can still sort of be at home. I'm still kind of the primary you know I'm the number they call when one of the kids is sick and needs to get picked up or whatever right i can right. Still sort of fulfill that role but i'm i'm kind of dipping my toe back in the legal waters which has been fun
0: yeah and so is that a, a a legal job or sort of just legal adjacent and how did you you know after sort of so many years of staying home how what was your process for getting back networking finding a job that sort
1: of was a good fit for you right um yeah, it is. It's it's sort of legal adjacent. I don't. I don't think yeah. I would have gotten it if I didn't have a law degree. Uh, yeah. But I'm. But you know, I'm not. I'm not writing laws or sort of doing anything directly. You know, related to the law degree. It's just yeah. more about you know I understand how laws work and how to think through those kind of issues. You know. Yeah. The skill that that's required. Um, but it was hard. It was challenging, right? I mean, I had a weird resume. Yeah. I had this twelve-year gap in it. Um. And so I sort of figured that a law firm, a law firm of any size is probably out. Like it was just, it was just too weird. Yeah. Uh, And really even sort of any organization of any size. Um, I remember like at the time I applied to a couple of sort of large foundations and things. Um, Yeah. And I think it's just a resume that's just, no one's going to, you know, it's going to fall to the wayside pretty fast, I think. They're looking through a hundred resumes of of people. Yeah. And so that was difficult. I mean, that was, I guess, maybe that was sort of the first time that the, the, um, you know, my my, the sort of fruits of my decision, you know, to to leave the law practice suddenly. Now, oh, I mean, this can be a challenge, right? Now, this suddenly is hard. This has kind of limited my my opportunities a little bit. Yeah.
0: Um, And were you thinking that, like, you would have? wanted to get back into a position like it sounds like you really loved your position at the maryland state house was (laughs) it was that something you felt like you could get back into or did you sort of feel like at that point i'm not i'm not necessarily going to be looking for a job that's like quote-unquote for lawyers only
1: right uh no i think i kind of was looking for um sort of a legal job you know quote-unquote legal job yeah um and I was looking around, I looked at some city positions, you know, with, with New York City and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I also wasn't sure if I wanted to be full time yet. Because yeah. I thought I a, a transition, particularly because we were moving to a new city. And so I was like, I don't want to suddenly have, you know, these, they uh, had a, at the time they were nine and 11. Uh, yeah. And sort of dropped a nine and 11 year old in New York City and say, okay, now mom and dad are both working full time. You know, see you later. Good times
2: for them. Right. Can- <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and so I was, so I was really thinking about part time. So then I felt like it needed to be um you know, sort of a smaller organization or like I said, a foundation or some yeah. sort of group. And then I got really lucky actually. Um a common uh friend of ours, Jim Garland, happened to know the guy who was the head of um this organization that I work for now. And oh, so okay. kind of I applied for the job and heard nothing which was not surprising
2: right (laughs) then I
1: um yeah I was able to call him and and get an interview you know that way get my yeah
0: I think that's also a really important point because I think whether or not you have taken a break or you're just coming from a firm there are a lot of jobs that you know maybe you don't technically have what you know, is listed on their, their job description. And it's hard because we've had a very specific set of experiences. And if you're trying to shift into a different field, even sort of slightly, yeah, maybe your resume doesn't jump to the top of the list, but that doesn't mean you can't get that job. I think it's what you just said. It's okay. Let me leverage my network and see who I know. You know, I think, I don't know what your experience was, but you know, for me, when I got the law firm, the job at the law firm after school, you know, that was like part of the process of law school. You know, it didn't, you know, you just, you literally did just sort of hand someone your resume and then things kind of just panned out. And I think that's the only job a lot of people have, have gotten. And it's intimidating to think about trying to get a job in a different way. Right. Um. And so, so, yeah, so I think your experience really speaks to that, that, you know, you have to think a little bit outside the box and you have to, um, you know, go about it differently.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and sort of be willing to be um, to be willing to kind of sell yourself in a different way. You know, you, you can't just sort of rely on the, you know, on the straight resume. You've got to be able to say, look, I know that, on, you know, on paper. I mean, it's funny, when I was in this interview with, with my now boss, sort of about halfway through, he was like, so basically you're not qualified to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, like, uh, I, could, I was like I could take care of your grandkids for you um, yeah yeah and he seemed he liked that answer and so then we you know so then I had to kind of sell myself and just um you know sort of come yeah. in the side door but it worked you know you just have to be sort of flexible and be willing to to uh yeah just not rely on the on sort of the resume and the pieces of paper you've got to kind of figure out off yeah so to sell yourself
0: yeah. And to your point from before is that you carry with you so many transferable skills from having been a lawyer, you know, in terms of how you approach problem solving and attention to detail. And I mean, probably a laundry list of those things that right. you bring with
2: you. Absolutely.
0: Um. And so, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, you know, I think your story is great in the sense that it really just highlights the fact that there are alternative paths that you can create if you're not paralyzed by the fear of what the next step is going to be
1: right absolutely uh, yeah. so which is you know i i get that it's it's easier said than done and it certainly depends on your specific you know life circumstances
2: yeah um, yeah yeah
1: but but just keep yeah like i said sort of keeping in mind that nothing's you know nothing's permanent nothing's forever nothing you know you're not signing any lifetime contracts to do anything. You can kind of,
0: <laughs> you know, I know. As many times as we can say that, I think is helpful because I really think that, I don't know, I, there's just something about a lot of us that, that, that you could hear that, but I don't think it sinks in. So I think it's good to, you know, you know, keep saying it to people. So where do you sort of, um, where do you see your trajectory as best as you could imagine it um, right now? Sorry, my dog is like hawking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, i bow in there. Uh um, yeah. uh, yeah, it's a good question. I mean, that's, uh, I'm, I'm just now beginning to think, okay, you know, the girls are now, um, you know, continue to keep getting older. Um, uh, they will they, do that. They, do, they <laughs> do, do that. So now I've got a, you know, a freshman in high school or, uh, high, in high school and a middle yeah. schooler. Um, and so I'm like, okay, I think now I probably could do a full-time something, you know, I think that would yeah. be an easy transition at this point. Um, yeah, so I'm starting to look at that. And I think I would like to get back into government, um, work probably. Uh, Yeah. I think that sort of makes the most sense. Just, you know, again, sort of in terms of the resume, that makes the most sense, but also just um, where my interests lie. I think that would be.
0: Yeah. No, that makes sense from what Uh, you've sort of described. Yeah. But all right. Well, you know, if if you were looking back and, and, you know, you've you've given the advice of not um, feeling like you're trapped. But is there any other piece of advice if someone was, you know, it sounded like you actually kind of liked your practice it was other things that took you from it but right. if someone is is not happy with where they are and they want to make a change is there anything that you would sort of say to them
1: um, well I mean the first the, the, as I was you know preparing sort of for this um, for the podcast I was kind of thinking yeah. about my own transitions I mean one thing I did think about was particularly um, for talking about you know working for big law firms. How it can be scary to leave that salary, right that comfort of of you know yeah. golden handcuffs can be hard to sort of give up, yeah,
2: um, yeah,
1: but I mean, you know, literally we went um you know in Cleveland, you know, having two six figure salaries to so suddenly me making thirty thousand dollars, um but it was like, but you know what it was still um it was still the two of us, you know we still had had just as much fun. Just just doing different things, right? We're not going out to dinner any night, you know, every night anymore. Um, so we can make a dinner at home. But it's not like you know, it wasn't a struggle in that sense. It's like you just have to readjust, right? You just have to yeah. sort of adjust your expectations and, and what your life's gonna look like. But it's not um it it's intimidating, but it, it's not um and I'm struggling through the words. It's like it's not. Yeah, it, it's, it's not
0: a, an insurmountable set of challenges. Yeah, in some and it doesn't yeah.
1: doesn't change your life as much as you might think it does.
0: Yeah, you yeah,
1: because it's still, you know, you know, you or you and your your family, you know, living in a smaller house and doing less things, but it's still, it's still the life is still the same in some ways, you know. It's like a yeah, girl.
0: yeah don't, don't be fearful that you, you know, you're going to all of a sudden be homeless. Right, right. (laughs) Right. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been fun. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye.